it, it's flexible enough for me to use and it's not so rigid in the budget, which is, I think, very nice because a lot of them tend to be. And then it's like, well, what's the point if I can't even put these random flexible expenses or income in when it's going to be off every so often? Justin Green is the founder of Assist FP, a registered investment advisor in the state of Massachusetts. Colton Etherton is a financial advisor and founder of Out of the Office Planning, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. This podcast is for informational purpose only and is not advice. All opinions expressed by the host or their guests are solely theirs and do not reflect Assist FP or Out of the Office Planning. Talk to your advisor if you have any questions. What's up, Colton? Welcome back. Justin, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good, good. So, beginning of the year, time to start doing some financial planning for 2024. What do you think? Yeah, yep. It's uh, it's that time of year. Definitely, I've started on my own and getting some things ramped up for you know clients going forward too. So, should be a good year. Yeah. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about Mint going away and some mm-hmm. of the some of the options. And I know we talked about Monarch Money being kind of one of those options. And uh, we were talking the other day and you let me know that you and your wife had decided to start using it. So I think uh, today would be fun to really talk about kind of what you like about it, what you don't like about it, kind of what your goals are with it, what you're hoping to get out of it and why you guys decided to start using it. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do it. I think that'll be good. Um, Cool. All right, let's start with the why. Yeah, so I'm not typically one to enjoy budgeting, which may sound odd given, you know, we're advisors, but I don't really enjoy it uh, for myself or even for clients sometimes, but I know the importance of it. Um, We, I'll admit, we're we're kind of the, uh, what's the saying, the cobbler's kids, you know, when it comes to like do enough to get by and, and things are, you know, slightly in order, but could be better. So I wanted to improve that. Uh, and we also have, just have a lot going on this year that we want to plan for. Um, so I wanted to get a better handle on cash flow and that kind of thing. And so, you know, I'd been looking at Monarch for a little while because it is a tool that as advisors we can use with clients, you know, um, and kind of have access to the cash flow and help planning around that. So I wanted to try it out before I decided to roll it out with clients. Um, and then, you know, wanted to, to use it for ourselves as well. And it's interesting. I didn't think I would really like it, to be honest, for myself. Um, Why is that? Is that because you're used to using like other advisor tools? No, dude, I just sometimes hate diving into the budget. You know what I mean? Um, if I could just swing it with rough numbers, then that's great. Um, but we got some, again, we got some big plans for the year that we want to make sure we nail down and don't go over what we should, uh, you know, trying to plan a, a two week RV trip during the summer and a couple other things coming up. Um, so really want to make sure we're, we're on top of it. Um, and I feel like most budgeting apps, at least that I've used in the past, uh, and I used mint a long time ago, but they weren't that easy to understand and they didn't leave a lot of room for flexibility, you know? Uh, like, and that's like one big thing I like about Monarch is yes, we can set a monthly budget, but I can also look at future months and adjust expected income and expenses, mm. right? So if there's an expected 
large expense in say March, like I can plan for that and put that in now. If there's income that I'm anticipating, right? Like I've been doing some design work, like people pay in, in parts there, right? So I can put that expected income in there um, as those change without it changing like this month's budget, you know what I mean? Or like looking like we're going over budget. Uh, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's that's actually neat because uh, one of the things that kind of catches people off guard is they, they build a budget around their recurring expenses, the ones they know that are mm-hmm. coming, but they always forget to build in those one-time expenses or the car repairs that are going to happen, you know, once a quarter or once a year or the oil changes, et cetera. They kind of, they, they always fail to build in those one-time Mm-hmm. you know, once a year type of expenses. So that's really neat. I also think it's kind of important to highlight the difference between tracking income and expenses and creating a budget. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm assuming you're doing both on there. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, uh, from my understanding, and again, I'm pretty new to it, but from my understanding with it is it's primarily more like cash flow, right? You're just looking at it overall, but you have the option to create the budget. Um, and so I was diving into that the past couple of days, uh, Bree and myself were doing that to just get an idea. Um, and so it's, it's been nice to have actually, you know, to go forward and like those future expenses, you know, the trip I talked about, you know, we can plan for that. We have, we actually have two HOAs, um, that hit every couple of months separately. And so you like, should rent. I don't, we're not turning that into the rent versus buying conversation. In the future, we will have the rent versus buy conversation. Yeah, yeah. I um, rent, Colton owns. Uh, that probably won't sway the discussion all that much, but yeah. we can spar. Yeah, no, it'll be good. And, I, and and I'm not, I'll be honest, man, I'm not, uh, I'm not even heavy onto the own side, you know? Yeah, I know you're not. Um, but the yeah, finance so guy on Twitter is though. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at, le- at least Travis had that good good tweet yesterday about that. Um, so yeah, that, that was a big thing for me. It's like I, it, it's flexible enough for me to use, and it's not so rigid in the budget, which is, I think, very nice because a lot of them tend to be. And then it's like, well, what's the point if I can't even put these random flexible expenses or income in when it's going to be off every so often? Yeah, that sounds really neat. What has your wife thought of it so far? Because, you know, obviously, like, you're the money guy, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you're the financial advisor. Mm -hmm. um, And sometimes it's hard to pull in our spouses on those conversations. And sometimes it's hard to impress them with the software that we're impressed (laughs) by. So what has her thoughts been kind of on that so far? She's been in it, I think, more than me at this point. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Something that looking through things. you know, she like really, Colton, you spend more than I thought on URLs. Um, that's you. That's, that's you and Danielle looking at you. I, I do own domain. at least 15 plus domains. It's, you collect those like people collected beanie babies in the nineties. A hundred percent. It's like a, it's like a Stanley <laughs> water. It's like a Stanley water jug for me right now. Oh, God. Come out with Shit. a new one. I'm buying. Yeah. You got the pink one. Um, but no, she, you know, I think she, likes it it's worked well it's starting to give us a good idea of where we're at you know what i mean and where we can adjust things um and so it's it's been good um and, and we're just still building it out so it'll get better as we go along how but, do you plan on using it ongoing like are you going to do 
uh how like how frequently frequently are you going to check in on it mm-hmm. are you guys going to sit down and check in on it together like have you thought about that yeah i initially didn't think you know i thought it'd be something to review periodically but nothing crazy uh as i'm getting into it and i'm I hate to say this i'm kind of enjoying it more um well, it's sp- crazy because most advisors they hate doing the cash flow work uh-huh I would argue it's like the most important part of someone's finances. It is. I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And and but it's guess, really tough. It is tough to work with people is, on it, on cash flow. Uh-huh. And I think part of it too is like dealing with your own. You know what I mean? It's one thing to help people, like clients with it, right? Um, but when you're doing that all day and then to like sit down and want to also do your own, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just want to change you know transition my brain to something else um but no i think it's good it's something like it it won't take a lot of time once we have it set up and to kind of keep on top of things you know what i mean um kind of in like a a maintenance mode so to speak and just you know when something comes up i can plug in that that expense or that income and account for it and kind of know where things are going Interesting. And I think you mentioned at the beginning, so you may start to incorporate this with the clients you work with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how would that look? Yeah. So I, Monarch lets you, uh, there's two ways you can do it with clients. So like we could cover it as the advisor for the client because there is like a $9 a month uh, cost for it, which okay. I think is totally worth it. Whether, you it's know, low. someone doing it yourself or the advisor doing it for clients, it's pretty low. Um, so it's $9 per month per person, uh, per, per household, I should say. So it's not like if there's a couple, it's 18. Yep. Um, or if someone already has it, like you can give your advisor access okay. to, to see it, you know, if you're, if like you're still paying for it yourself. Um, so I'm looking at incorporating it in my tech stack with clients covering it. Cause I, I do find it valuable, um, you know, and important to look at. And it, it's also has not just the cash flow and the budgeting, but like good goal tracking, you know, and you can tie accounts to it. And it's pretty cool. They have a Sankey. Oh yes, my, Zach Ashburn. I think uh-huh. that's new. Last time I looked at their website, I did not see that. Yeah. I think they, they came out with that recently. Um, yeah. And so anyone who's interested, it's monarchmoney.com, M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com. Um, and basically, it's like creating your own financial dashboard, right? You're going to link mm-hmm. your accounts. You're going to like log in to your, your bank account securely. It's going to connect. It's going to automatically update that information, your transactions. Um, so I, I'm not in there, but just looking at their website, you know, you can see your net worth. You can see kind of your, your bank balances and then go mm-hmm. into your cash flow, your transactions. And so it's, it's a nice little dashboard for you to be able to kind of one place look and see what's the pulse of your situation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's nice, man. You can, like I said, you can set the goal tracking, tie accounts to certain goals, you know, whether that's vacation or paying off credit card or whatever it may be, you know, set the time frame on that, um, link the investments. There's just a lot you could do. And with the budgeting part too, like when you pull that up and start doing that, it looks at like your last 12 months of expenses okay. and will show you month over month, like what you average in each category. And then you can adjust so it's not like you're just guessing, you know, based off the last month. It'll you can click into March of last year and see, um, you know, what your spending was there. Versus, like for us, we went back home in November, 
to Arizona. And so like some categories were way out of proportion, right? Like travel and <laughs> parking and stuff from the airport. So I had to tweak that, but it, it's cool because you can get a good idea over a long period of time of what those averages are, not just the last month or two. Very cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see kind of how that plays out moving forward this mm -hmm. year. I mean, this is obviously a really great time to be setting this up. It's January. Goals are top of mind. If you're listening to this, you've probably set some financial goals for yourself that you want to hit in 2024. So uh, now is probably a really good time to check out Monarch, get your money organized. It's it's honestly usually the first step whenever I work with a client is like, let's get organized and see what is what. Mm -hmm. And then let's see where your money is going right now before we can like align it to the vision of where you want things to be. We've got to assess the current situation and see what's what, where's your money going, get it organized, get it all tuned up. And then we can start like going towards the goal. So now's a great time to be checking that out. What else is, uh, what else you got going on, Colton? Oh man. Um, not much, Justin, not much. It's, it's, a uh somewhat slower start to the year what about you i would say the same uh we're gonna start getting people thinking that we will do their taxes for them pretty soon so <laughs> i always get a influx yeah. of people reaching out saying hey do you do taxes mm -hmm. um but it's january you know a lot of business owners tuning in uh, make sure you get your 1099s done by the end of the month so if you're paying contractors over mm -hmm. 600 um you know, double check how you're paying them and the rules. You may need to issue a 1099 to them. Those will be due by the end of the month. So that's a that's a big thing right now is some of my CFO clients make sure they get those out by the end of the month and yep. uh, just cleaning up kind of what they had for 2023 so they can hand that over to their accountants, bookkeepers, whatever they need to do um, yep. <clears throat> to get ahead on their taxes. So yeah, everyone, it's, it's going to be shifting to tax season here pretty soon. Before we know it, that'll be all we hear about for the next couple months. Yeah. And if you haven't connected with a tax preparer, do so do right now. Don't wait till the last minute. <laughs> they, they have, most of them have more business than they know what to do with. And so they're going to start cutting off new clients soon. So if they haven't already, absolutely so be on the lookout now. Don't be that person that waits until March and, you know, go, oh shit, I need to talk to them. Um, and they may have to absolutely. extend you too. I don't want to speak for all tax preparers, but that may, they may have to. And that, just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, no, great point. Great point to, to end the episode on. If you were looking for an accountant, start finding them right now. Don't wait till March, April. Don't do it. Just find them now. And that's your best chance of making sure you don't get extended. They may still have to, but mm -hmm. um, get organized now. Get them the information they need and link up with them as soon as you can. And that'll be the best opportunity you have to make sure you can get your taxes filed on time. All right. That's all we got for you today, Colton. I will, I'll see you on the next one. All right, man. Have a good one. Are you enjoying the new intentional profits podcast? If so, go ahead, leave us a five-star review and a written review and let us know what you think. 